If you're listening to this episode, installment number three of my season, you've probably listened to Alicia's past seasons, and hopefully you've learned the same thing I have. Strong relationships are the secret weapon. We've all had that moment where we realized we missed a key piece of information about a player that would have changed the course of their game, sometimes a season, or maybe even their career. And most of the time we miss that information totally innocently because we're stuck in the weeds. And that's normal. We have a lot to do as coaches. But if we want the very best for our teams, we have to get good at both. Not more, but a balance. And that's what I'm starting to work out thanks to mentors like Alicia. So you ready to get some ideas for how to do it and how to get started? Let's do this. Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing, And I'm Alicia Smith. And we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of my team season. I'm going to let Alicia kick it off. I am excited to share our progress so far. And I'm excited to not only hear about it in a little more detail, but also for you to be able to share, because I know I got an awesome text uh, after your games this weekend. But first, I kind of want to start off by asking you, because at the end you know, of the last episode and the last time we talked, you were going to try to really focus on the little things. Um, the energy and things and notice that kind of stuff. So I want to know first, how did that go in the past week? And second, I want you to share about how your games went. Yay. Uh, so um, we left off like right before our, uh, our Friday practice and we had rain forecast. So we had moved our games from Saturday to Sunday, which gave me two days of practice, which like I said, old Mel would have like, let's jam pack it. <laughs> let's do all the things. Uh, but thank goodness, lesson learned. Um, I focused in on little things or one specific thing each day. So on Friday, we did defense. And on Saturday, we focused on offense with small groups. Um, and it, it was so beneficial. I was able to slow things down for a couple of kids in particular. Um, and then for everybody to be able to like, hey, let's break down that mechanic a little bit. Let's talk about why you're so frustrated at a kid. Like, my other coach is like, something's wrong with her. She's like half-assing it. And she's like looking, da 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 And I look over, I'm like, oh, I know. I know what's going on because <laughs> we'll talk about this in a minute. We talked about it before. But like because our focus at Mental Sweet Spot is building the relationships, I knew what was going on um, beneath the surface, pulled her aside, dug a little deeper. She was having severe confidence issues in being a hitter, like not even believing she is a hitter. Maybe I'm just a pr- – Pitcher only. Maybe I'm not cut out for this, that kind of thing, which spoiler alert, she is. <laughs> uh, she is cut out for it. Uh, we had that combo, but it was so nice to be able to have more time individually to break things down, slow things down, get specific with mechanics with each person. Um, so that really served us well. Um, and then we got to have a little less time on the field. I had a funny experience. Uh, so Friday, <laughs> I had all three kiddos with me. So for those who don't know, they're five and a half, three and a half, and two. All three boys, all rambunctious, all different. Alicia's shaking her head and laughing because uh, <laughs> she knows them. They're awesome and a handful. 
so I had all three with me at work all day while I had a big recruit <laughs> and her mom on campus. And then they're with me at practice too, because my poor husband was sick, couldn't help. Um, and so I was stressed out. And then during practice, so I'm like having to shoo the toddler away from me as I try to hit to the outfield. <laughs> And like the recruit and her mom are sitting in the dugout. I'm so stressed inside, trying to hold it together on the outside. And I had like reached my last nerve. So I had heard the girls talking in the dugout. So I'm at home plate hitting. I heard in the dugout talking about like, well, what's our off day? Oh, I guess it's not technically an off day now because we had this day off. And in my head, I'm like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. So I'm like, <laughs> I made the mistake of venting to my poor senior. I was like, you get your girls in line. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I got you, coach. So she turned around and was like, hey, guys, stop. Turned out it was just one of our girls who was very busy and was trying to lay out her week. <laughs> but the funny thing is, so I, I like snipped at him, like, don't you dare, like, complain about the time you spent out here. I am very specific on limiting to two hours, making sure we have enough physical time off, mental time off. You get space and that kind of thing. But luckily, <laughs> we got to reel it back in because they're like, no, no, coach, this is what we were talking about. But all of that to say, I think there were multiple opportunities for implosions this weekend, <laughs> or if I had not built the relationships first. Um, so averted all those possible crises, uh, took us into Saturday. I, like I said, I scheduled really hard the first part of the season. I love it. I will do it as often as I can. Um, we have really good teams in our region. I want to utilize that, see where we stand, push ourselves. So we go into our first games, our, our game Saturday. These were our fifth and sixth games overall. Um, we're missing our number two pitcher. We're missing um, one of our like senior leaders, one of our leadoff batter. Uh, we're missing our starting center fielder for the whole season. We're missing um, another first baseman hitter for the season. Um, and then one of our, our other first baseman gets up at a first at bat and punches the ball off her hand. <laughs> like this killer screwball off her dang knuckle breaks her hand. So needless to say, we were like totally injured. Like everyone was just coming back in and I am so proud. So they, this team we were facing very strong, strong hitters, strong defense, strong pitching, um, always a great game. And they were pitching their number one and we're, we're battling. They're putting balls in play. They're having good at bats. She's not like completely fooling us. or we don't look foolish up there. Um, our pitcher or freshman was doing awesome. Still has no idea how good she is. Uh, love that kid. And we get to the uh, fifth inning. We're down by, I believe, four runs. Um, we get a base runner on. Uh, get her over somehow, score run, and they've got some fellows in the stands heckling, which I personally love until they get rude. Uh, but no, they were just heckling. They were chanting, you're still losing. And <laughs> I was like, hmm, okay. Because uh, <laughs> we got all excited for like the first run we scored. And then we kept scoring. Uh, we batted through the lineup. We scored seven runs in one inning. Yes, they had a couple of errors, but this was still the number one pitcher. And they brought in their, the next girl who was good too. Just kept hitting, kept hitting. They were hitting shots to the right side, which he'd worked really hard on. It was everyone in the lineup too. Like everyone who a week ago I would have said was like on the bench helping us out in other ways. They just jumped right in. They're like, we got this coach. 
I was so freaking proud. And then also to hear the heckler stop was hilarious. It's like powered through the whole game and then held them on defense. But we came home so proud. Okay, and full disclosure, game two, we ran out of steam. <laughs> they, they showed up as we expected and they run rolled us. But <laughs> to get that win was like, sometimes you need physical proof. Like there's a lot of time, like, why don't they believe in themselves? Like sometimes you need the physical proof. And they got that with that win. Oh, I'm so proud. That is awesome. And it was an upset, yeah? Because they were... Yep, ranked 13th at the time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, yes. And I think there's so much like joy that I see when I can see my kids, and I'm assuming yours did too, just kind of let go and just play. Mm-hmm. That's the place where we want our girls to just play and have mm-hmm. fun and not fear failure. And what and as coaches, we can see the potential, right, in them. And we know that that can, that can happen. It's just getting that there so I want to go back to your very intentional practice the two days before so you broke it down into defense just defense on Mm -hmm. on yep Friday was defense a very focused um although small group offense right so it sounds Mm -hmm. like you had some this is where sometimes the kids just need a little bit of talk on the mechanical side right because that's all they've ever known right Mm -hmm. wrong right they want to know where what's wrong with my hips or my leg or my shoulder or hands or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a lot of value in being able to break that down, but I think the best part about that, that practice free was the opportunity to chit chat. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know, I didn't know you as a coach prior to right. Mental space by the K college, but you've talked a lot about your experience as a coach at K college and the difference mm-hmm. between then, then Mel and now Mel. Mm-hmm. And I will also want to give you props for building a culture that allows those kids to feel comfortable enough to talk to you because this is, mm-hmm. this is your year two for you. Mm-hmm. You've been spent, you didn't start developing the relationships last week. No. <laughs> working on this, right, for an extended period of time. So tell mm-hmm. me how you feel also for, you need a little proof as well as a coach. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like how you're how your culture and your interaction with these players is starting to pay off now. So talk to me a little bit about other, maybe things you've seen or um, some proof that you have seen in order to know that this is working. Yeah. I, and I have been noticing the proof in this too. Like a perfect example. I had a pitcher in that second game. She's a freshman. So I'm getting to know her. Uh, she has crazy movement, but then was having a hard time finding the zone. So ended up, she didn't have her best performance, but to me, I was still proud of her. Like, didn't feel like that of a deal. But listening to her afterward, she's um, one of those kids, like she and her dad are super close. He knows every mechanic. So she's relaying to me what he saw. I'm like, great, another coach in the stands. I'll take it. Uh, so she's relaying it to me. And I realized like, ooh, I need to be able to see those things sooner. Cause she was saying like my mechanics went out of whack and then I couldn't get it back. So I'm like, okay, I need to know about, cause her mechanics are also unique. Everyone's are, um, but learning them specifically as individual pitchers, individual hitters, defenders. I was like, you know what? I need to do a better job of that. And then the following practice, it was Monday, right? No, Tuesday. Um, doing a bullpen with her was so beneficial. So I am the only full-time paid coach on my staff. 
Um, so I'm always bouncing around with the different like infielders one day, outfielders another day, hitters, blah, blah, blah. So I don't get to spend every day with pitchers. But this day I really focused. I picked two of them. We've got five. So I picked two of them to focus on. And it was so beneficial getting to know how she reacts to mistakes, how she, um, like in what ways she beats herself up and what standards she holds herself to. Um, the workout we had afterward was so much better. So then seeing her even at live at bats yesterday, it was so much easier to be like, hey, have you felt this? Can you do this? And she's like, oh yes, I got it. Whereas before she was trying to do everything on her own because she didn't know to trust me with it. Like I, I'm not a pitching coach. So she didn't know coming in like, oh, Coach Mel can ask me. Um, so that was cool. And another thing is starting to see with like maintenance of injuries, like all the soreness and like little tweaks here and there. Um, starting to see the girls because last year there were a lot of like arm injuries I had no idea about because they didn't want to tell me um, for various reasons. They don't want to be pulled and they don't want to seem weak. They don't want to, you know, they're complaining, but um, starting to shift that culture too of like, hey, like what's sore today? How can we work around it? How can we work through it? Um, like I said, we have a ton of injuries right now. So everyone's talking about it. So at least it's a common uh, conversation. Um, but I feel like with those injuries, uh, knowing each player, talking to the kids who a week ago, I didn't project getting a ton of playing time, talking to them all the time, like still focusing on their growth as well. I think that contributed to the win on Saturday as well. And I think sometimes it's so easy to get lost in right we didn't mm -hmm. we didn't hit for two straight days like or you know or we yeah. didn't throw like I will do that too like we're just gonna hit today only because our arms are sore and I know as coaches sometimes we can get really wrapped up in but I didn't practice everything today or I didn't and it's really really okay <laughs> and especially at your level right they've been playing softball for a really long time and sometimes the effort and the intention behind these very specific practices that you have in the, in the what conversations you're having with your kids on the side and the whatever, how many 30 minute bullpen you had with that pitcher, just to understand a little bit more about her will help go such a long way. So what kind of advice will you give to other coaches when they get caught in the weeds? Right. And because you've been on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. so what, what, what kind of advice can you give about how, how to really be intentional about intentional practices and letting go of the fact that you don't have to do it every day. Mm -hmm. uh, the main like tactic I can give that has been super helpful for me is uh, planning practices by week instead of just daily. Um, when it's daily, even when I have my week plan, I, like, I get lost. Like, oh, can I cover this too? Can I cover that too? Whereas cover the week, I look back at, hey, what were the notes I made from games or the things I said we wanted to work on with my assistant coaches? And then I make myself pick early. <laughs> like, hey, we need these five things. We have three days to practice them. Can I get these five things covered? Yes. Will I feel good about that? Yes. Um, so when you're seeing that little bit zoomed out week view, it helps seem, things seem less uh, overwhelming. And it helps you see what progress can be made. Whereas day to day, it doesn't look like that much. <laughs> like, like today, for example, we are not practicing. We are going to help the little league do their evals, which I will say last year going to this, I was like, ah, oh, kind of, kind of missing out on time. But once you, it is so 
uplifting to be there with these sweet little girls, half of them not even in softball pants. Some like have all the gear. Some are just like, what's this? Is this a bat? <laughs> it is just the cutest thing. So looking at my week, I was able to plan around it, not feel like we're missing out. We're getting enough reps. Same thing happens with rain or rescheduling games, that kind of thing. Um, it makes it feel more flexible um, and not as much of time crunch as like two hours. So that was my biggest thing I could share. Yeah. I hate sometimes the very beginning of season, especially mm-hmm. picture day. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can't, you can't have a practice before picture day. You need to have enough time to get ready because that's important uh-huh. to them, right? Yep. I could care mm-hmm. less about the picture, but I know that they do. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I've got to let them take their time to get all pretty and get all their hair done. And <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So I, in on the fundraising and all that extra stuff, I hate, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know why I hate it because it takes away from practice time. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's a really good tip. Even like something that definitely I could probably do. I know I not probably, I can do a better job of practicing or planning weekly of, for the practice, especially before we start playing games. So I think that that's very, uh, that's where the thought and intention comes in. So I know that almost every coach that we have ever talked to has a full-time job on the side. So, so instead of saying, I can't find the time to do it, coaches make the time, mm-hmm. make the time to sit down and make a plan for the week, carve out some time mm-hmm. to make sure that that is something that you can stick to. Even if you only have maybe once a week practice, maybe break down those hours a little bit more intentional mm-hmm. instead of saying, I've got to get the hitting in all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really important. So last question I have for you. I'm totally changing gears on you. This is the way my brain. Right turn. Yeah, I made one. Follow me. Um, tell me about the energy this past week. Cause I know that's been a big, huge focus yes. for your girls. They have their little Hue monitor. And so how has their energy been throughout games and practice in the past week? Yes. So the past week, um, the week before is when I told you we were like basically wiped. Um, but since getting to recover a little bit, they were all very stoked to have Monday off because <laughs> we were supposed to play Saturday, have Sunday off, morning weights, 6 a.m. weights Monday, practice Monday. So that would have been just too much. So I called that off. We had luckily plenty of time this week anyway. Um, so manage that. Now we're also getting into midterm time where projects are starting to be due. Um, so that will play into it, but the energy they're bringing to practice is phenomenal. Even yesterday we did live at bats, which are typically more slow paced. Um, like you have one person batting, other person. Um, but even then, like you could tell they were focused. It was such a good, like balanced energy. It wasn't like <laughs> crackhead energy. Like they say sometimes <laughs> they're just like delirious and going all bonkers. Um, that a couple people struggling people have days, that's fine. But then we ended the day with a defensive drill where it's one and off. Everyone, um, everyone has to field it cleanly to come off no throws. It was just fielding, like focus on fielding cleanly. I mixed the reps, but we just went in order. If you bobbled it, everyone goes back on the field and we start at the next person. So it was a little sloppy at first, had a couple oopses, um, but they never slowed. I just kept right on going. They popped right back out, got to the next person, kept going, kept going. They would yell out like, hey, who got this? I go, focus in. Um, but I was super proud after a slow live drill to end on that because we had a couple uh, 
rare, rare occurrence, had a little extra time. Um, and so we finished strong on that and I was very proud. So they're doing a great job of managing their Hue monitor and keeping that at a nice level seven. And, and that's something they have to, like, you can't constantly remind them because you want to get to the point where they are monitoring themselves and checking mm-hmm. themselves and making the adjustments on their own. Mm-hmm. So that's really great to hear that because the, the fact that they can um, manage that on their own is just where you want them to be, but great. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of them too, because I know we talked about that in a couple of our calls. Yep. So what are you looking for this week then to take that one step forward instead of any step? We don't want to take any steps backwards. We yep. always want small improvements. So what are you looking for this week? No backwards, no backpedaling ever. On top of either. So one thing I'm, Mentioned yesterday at practice, um, our penny jar is now a bead jar. Um, was looking rather bare. <laughs> kept forgetting to bring it out. We were talking about lessons and stuff after practice, but kept forgetting to bring it out. Um, and I was starting to notice the focus going back to what they did wrong. Um, so with another tough team coming up on Saturday, it should be another two strong games. Um, I want them being more intentional about counting the lessons. Um, so like they were at first, they were getting better at like digging into the fails and being real with that. So I feel like we've made progress there. Um, but now like, don't forget about the wins and then lessons from both. Like we should have so many more lessons than are in there right now. Um, so the past couple of days, they've been really good about it. Like saw a couple kids in the cafeteria. <laughs> They're like, coach, I had a win. I got a 95 on my physics exam. I'm like, okay, that's definitely a win. Now lesson from it. And she's like, yeah, don't stress out so much. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. Uh, which applies to softball. So that's a big thing. Even through games, um, I'm going to have them bring it this time to be counting those things as we go. I have done a poor job of. Uh, I have my girls track wins, fails, and lessons on a sheet during the game. Um, I did a very poor job of going over after the game with them. <laughs> I've just been taking it home and uh, doing it myself. So we're going to really bring that in and just make sure we take advantage of every moment, win or fail. And those are those little corrections. They're not big corrections. They're just little corrections to make along the way as we learn as coaches too and Mm -hmm. also as we see the small impacts that add up over time right Mm -hmm. so that impact that you know when you ran into your student athlete in the in the cafeteria is awesome because that shifted her brain Mm -hmm. shifted her brain to think about that a little bit differently so kudos to you coach I'm proud (laughs) of these kids and uh they hold a special place in my heart too so I'm excited Mm -hmm. to watch how they continue to grow so we will talk next week to see how this weekend and next week go and yes. excited for it. Yay. Thanks guys. Talk soon. And that is a wrap on today's episode. Thank you again for joining us. Stay tuned next week for another installment and we'll get started with Alicia's team coming up very quickly. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, if you would like to figure out where your team stands, take our assessment to figure out how confident your girls are, how consistent they are, and really give yourself a good idea of where to start first. And if that still seems like a lot, we always suggest starting with culture. The Dream Team Blueprint is available now for sale. Just go to our website, mentalsweetspot.com, click on the four coaches tab and get started. 
And as usual, if you have any specific questions, feel free to reach out. Mel at mentalsweetspot.com is mine, and Alicia at mentalsweetspot.com will get you to her inbox. Thank you again for joining us. Have a good one. Thank you.